MicroED Conception, Practice and Future Opportunities An article by Max Clevers and Tamir Garnon from University of California, Los Angeles, USA International Union of Crystallography, 2021 This article documents a keynote seminar presented at the International Union of Crystallography Congress in Prague, 2021 the cryo-EM method microcrystal electron diffraction is described and put it in a context of macromolecular electron crystallography from its origins in 2D crystals of membrane proteins to today's application to 3D crystals, a millionth the size of that needed for X-ray crystallography. Milestones in metal development and applications are described with an outlook to the future. Electron cryomicroscopy. Electron cryomicroscopy cryo-EM is an important technique in structural biology. Electrons are scattered very efficiently by the sample and the cause of only a modest amount of radiation damage compared with X-ray and neutrons. In cryo-EM, electrons are used to probe the underlying structure of vitrified biological spacements using a transmission electron microscope, TEM. In cryo-EM imaging-based techniques, the electrons scattered by the sample are focused in the real space image. In single particle cryo-EM, high-resolution images are recorded of many individual protein complexes captured in random orientations. These 2D projection images can be combined in Fourier space based on their various angular contributions to reconstruct a 3D real space model. In electron tomography, the spacement is titled and images are taken at each discrete tilt angle and a 3D structure model is obtained that is similar to the reconstruction method in single-particle analysis. In cryo-EM diffraction-based techniques, the electron wave scattered by the sample is measured directly in reciprocal space. The spacement is an ordered crystalline array of biomolecules, such that the coherently diffracted electrons by the crystal focus into bright spots of the reciprocal lattice. Although the signal-to-noise ratio is typically better in diffraction, imaging has the main advantage that the spatial phase information lost in diffraction is retained. In electron crystallography, 2D protein crystals are typically studied by combining imaging and diffraction. Here, an initial 3D structure model of the protein is reconstructed using phases extracted from the Fourier transforms of images, which are then extended to higher resolution using intensities obtained from electron diffraction patterns. More recently, membrane protein structures could be determined from layered 2D crystals solely using diffraction combined with phases from molecular replacement. Similarly, in microcrystal electron diffraction, microED, diffraction from small 3D crystals is used together with molecular replacement or ab initio methods 
for structure determination. Electron crystallography in 2D crystals. Working with biological specimens in cryo-EM requires that the proteins are preserved in their native hydrate state and that any sample irradiation is minimal or very brief to preserve the structural integrity of the protein. These are primarily the differences between cryo-EM and non-cryogenic methods that typically use for radiation hard metals and materials research. Initial electron microscopy studies in structural biology focused on large 2D protein crystals or virus particles that were typically stabilized by embedding or fixed by staining to withstand the vacuum and exposure doors in the electron microscope. For example, Bowman liver catalysis was extracted and purified as early as the 1930s and was observed to assemble in the thin crystalline plates. In 1968, De Rosier and Cluck published their landmark work introducing the 3D reconstruction method to calculate the density map of the bacteriophage T4 tail using Fourier transforms of electron microscope images. The first demonstration of 2D electron crystallography showed that high-resolution electron diffraction patterns could be collected from hydrated catalysis crystals of 4.5 nm thickness using a hydration stage without staining or fixation. Taylor and Gleaser demonstrated the first use of electron cryomicroscopy by freezing catalysis crystals preserving the spaceman in its native hydrate state during electron diffraction data collection. Dorset and Person used hydration state to record high-resolution electron diffraction patterns from hydrated 3D microcrystals and catalysts as thick as circa 150 nm. Henderson and Unwin presented the first 3D structure models by electron crystallography from glucose-embedded 2D crystals of the purple membrane protein bacteriodism and bovine liver catalysis at 7 and 9 Armstrong resolution, respectively. They used both imaging and diffraction-obtaining phases extracted from Fourier transforms of the images that were combined with intensities obtained from electron diffraction patterns to reconstruct a 3D density map. In 1984, Du Boucher and co-workers introduced rapid sample vitrification where biological spacements were plucked into a liquid ethane from freezing while remaining hydrated in a thin layer of vitreous ice. In the following years, near-atomic resolution models were obtained of bacteriolopsin using electron crystallography of cryogenically preserved 2D crystals. Other milestones in electron crystallography were structural models of the light harvesting complex 2, the alpha-beta tubulin heterodimer, and the water chelin protein aquaporin 1. The structure of the acetylcholine receptor in open conformation was observed using time-resolved cryocrystallography. 
The first protein solved at atomic resolution by cryo-EM was the structure of aquaporin-0 at 1.9 Armstrong resolution from double layered crystals. Notably, this structure was absorbed by electron crystallography exclusively using electron diffraction patterns recorded at different tilt angles and phased by molecular replacement revealing the structure of the AQP0 tetramer, water molecules and the surrounding membrane. Furthermore, it was shown that even when only initial loss resolution phases are available, these can be extended using high-resolution electron diffraction data to reconstruct atomic resolution models. Electron crystallography was also used to solve the structure of aquaporin-4 from double-layered crystals and the connexin 26 gap junction channel structure was determined from crystals of three layers. A major advantage of electron crystallography using a single or multiple layers is that membrane proteins can be reconstituted in the native environment, enabling study of their functionality and interactions within the lipid B-layer. However, crystallization and sample preparation of 2D-layered crystals is involved, and crystal defects and imperfections can limit the data quality and complicate reconstruction, especially from protection images at higher tilt angles. Care must be taken during sample preparation that these plate-like crystals are laid entirely flat on the EM grid and the microscope should be set accordingly for collection electron diffraction data. Limitations on imperfect crystals can be further mitigated using single particle images processing routines to align and reconstruct patches of individual protein molecules within the B-layer selected from high-resolution images. Microcrystal electron diffraction in 2013, the structure of Han egg white lysosome was determined from a 3D crystal by microcrystal electron diffraction microED, using still diffraction patterns recorded at discrete tilt steps. This was the very first protein structure determined by electron diffraction from multiple layered 3D crystals. Soon after, the method was modified to include continuous rotation. This is analogous to the rotation method in macromolecular X-ray crystallography MX, enabling for near-complete sampling of reciprocal space using fine slicing. Using continuous rotation, it became possible to process microED data with X-ray processing programs, resulting in better quality data as the sampling of the reciprocal space was more fine and the lysosome structure was determined from a single microcrystal to higher resolution than reported previously. The same year the structure of Catalis was solved by microED at 3 Armstrong resolution. This work was used a single plate-like 3D microcrystal of approximately 150 nanometer thickness consistent with earlier preservations 
on hydrated catalyst crystals. However, in early studies, electron diffraction data collection was limited to recording a single high-resolution still diffraction pattern per crystal owing to radiation damage and because data collection was carried out on early electron microscopes using plate film, photographic film or all charge coupled devices. Working with beam-sensitive biological specimens in cryo-EM, micro-ED data are rapidly collected by continuous rotating cryocold crystals under low-dose conditions. For example, to illustrate the effects of radiation damage, 3D crystals of proteinase decay exposed to the electron beam lowers half of their mean diffracted intensities after dose of about 2.2 electron per Armstrong per power minus 2. Furthermore, sample radiation causes site-specific damage, such as breaking of disulfides at a dose of about 0.9 electron per Armstrong and decarboxylation of acidic side chains at 2.5 electron per Armstrong, deteriorating data and model quality in cryo-EM. Following the initial microED studies of lysozyme and catalase, demonstrating the potential for structural biology, several other structures were determined from 3D protein crystals including various membrane proteins and lignin-bound complexes. In diffraction, the phase information is lost, which is one of the classical problems in crystallography. In electron crystallography, F2D protein crystals phases were provided by imaging and combined with high resolution intensities from diffraction. However, extracting phase information from 2D projections of 3D crystals in cryo-EM is much more challenging. In macromolecular crystallography, molecular replacement is the most commonly used method to solve novel protein structures using phase information of a homology model. Molecular replacement was first implemented successfully in the electron crystallography structure of aquaporin 0, a novel structure that was phased using the structure of AQP1. Recently, a novel structure was presented of the metalloenzyme R2LUX using microED and the TIR domain of the signaling adapter protein MYD88 was solved from higher order crystalline assemblies showing several structurally remodeled regions compared with monomeric crystal and solution structures. Owing to the similarities in microED and MX data collection strategies using continuous rotation, standard crystallographic software originally intended to process MX data also work with microED data. There are however some differences that need to be considered. Most notably, X-ray crystallography data typically collected using 12 kiloelectron volt X-ray photons and have a highly curved e volt sphere construction and large scattering angle. In electron diffraction, the wavelength of high-energy electrons is much shorter resulting in an almost flat 
old sphere and a small scattering angle. This has several implications for microED. 1. Reflections on each frame are from a virtually planar slice through a reciprocal space and higher order lower tones are typically not observed. 2. Friedel pairs can sometimes be observed on the same frame. And 3. The sample to detector distance is linearly correlated to the unit cell dimensions and refinement of those parameters should be decoupled. Therefore, microED data typically do not have sufficient information for indexing the diffraction patterns in all three crystallographic dimensions from a single frame, whereas this is feasible for X-ray diffraction data that clearly show the use of the higher order lava reflections. Instead, for microED, a wedge of reciprocal data is required for successful indexing without a priori knowledge of unit cell dimensions and symmetry. Around 20 degree of rotation typically suffice per crystal. Micro-ED sample preparation and focused ion beam milling. In cryo-EM sample preparation, biological specimens are typically deposited under an electron microscope EM grid. Any excess liquid is removed and the sample is then rapidly vitrified. Micro-ED sample preparation of protein 3D crystals takes a similar approach using backside plotting in a humidity and temperature control setup, followed by plunge freezing the grid and liquid ethane. Crystallization is an essential step in crystallography and often complicates structure determination by failing to grow large enough crystals for X-ray diffraction. Crystallization screens that do not yield any sizable crystal heads are typically discarded but may contain small macromolecular crystals that can be studied by cryo-EM. Standard crystallization routines can be geared towards optimizing the conditions for growing smaller crystals by seeding or changing protein and precipitant concentrations to initiate a larger number of nucleation sites. Even more so, microED can be used to study biomolecules that naturally assemble into thin microcrystal filaments. For example, short peptide fragments aggregating and assembling into profibrils related to Parkinson's and Alzheimer's disease, or assembly formation of proteins involved in signal transduction during innate immune response. Alternatively, if crystals are too large, these can be fragmented into smaller crystals, but for great preparation to yield high-quality structures. Recently, several groups reported the preparation of thin crystalline lamellae for microED using focused ion beam FIB milling and scanning electron microscopy SEM. Here, vitrified EM grids with protein crystals are loaded into dual beam FIBSEM 
suitable crystals are located using the electron beam and are thinned using a high current gallium ion beam to a lamella of suitable thickness. Radiation damage to the crystal lamellae during the milling process can be reduced by pre-coating the grit with a thin layer of platinum and by polishing at a lower current in the final thinning steps. Membrane proteins have both hydrophilic and hydrophobic regions on their surface and require addition stabilization with detergents or lipids during purification crystallization. Crystallization of membrane proteins is carried out in the presence of detergents or a lipidic environment such as bacillus of lipidic cubic phase. The high viscosity of these lipidic mesophases imposes additional challenges for sample preparation. These challenges can be addressed by dilution or dissolving of the lipidic matrix and by removing the surrounding lipid layers by FIB milling. It is important to keep these crystals hydrated during sample preparation by adding a mother liquor on top of the crystal drops to reduce evaporation, minimizing lipid exposure to environmental air and keeping the grid preparation chamber at over 90% humidity. Protein microcrystals that are too large or embedded in a thick layer of solvent or vitreous eyes can be milled in a thin crystalline lamella of a suitable thickness for microAD. A concern that has historically hampered some of the initial enthusiasm on electron diffraction is multiple elastic electron scattering or dynamical scattering. Dynamical scattering affects the measured intensities and thus breaks the first-order kinematic approximation used in structure refinement. Early publications suggest intensities could be treated as quasi-kinematical for hydrated 3D microcrystals of catalase as thick as 150 nm. Another report mentions the negligible influence of dynamical effects at 120 kV for a 4.5 nanometer thin 2D crystal of bacteriorhodopsin based on experimental evidence from small intensity differences measured between Friedel pairs. However, simulations suggested an upper limit of about 10 to 20 nanometer at 100 kV based on estimated Friedel differences of multilayered bacteriotopsin crystals. Later, a maximum thickness of 100 nanometer to 100 kV was suggested based on multi-slice calculations of 3D lysozyme crystals. These simulations, however, assume a stationary crystal aligned and stacked along a major zone axis and ignore the contribution of disordered bulk solvent and inelastic scattering. Any systematic investigation of ideal crystal thicknesses for microAD was complicated until recently. Using FIB milling, it was observed that the highest resolution was attained at 185 nm out of 4 proteinase K lamellae at 200 kV. 
with diminishing returns by going to either thicker or thinner crystal lamellae. Furthermore, high resolution and better model statistics were observed for thinner lamellae of microcrystals compared with data from thin nanocrystals that were not subject to milling. An optimal spacement thickness for cryo-EM was systematically investigated by thinning several proteinase K lamellae to a thickness corresponding to multiple or the inelastic mean free path MFP. For example, the distance an electron travels through the spacement before it scatters inelastically. For example, at 300 kV, the inelastic MFP for a typical protein crystal is approximately 317 nm. No large differences in structure quality were observed between anomaly with thicknesses ranging from 0.5 to 2 times the MFP using 300 kV electrons. Owing to the increase in elastic scattering and absorption of high-energy electrons, only low-resolution reflections were observed at 3 times MFP, whereas no signal was detected at any thickness beyond 4 times MFP. A similar trend for the same multiples of the inelastic mean-free path was observed 120 and 200 kV accelerating voltages. These results suggest that an ideal crystal has a sufficient number of inner cell repeats to produce a strong enough signal, but should be thin enough to limit absorption and minimize dynamic effects. Although no attempts were made to quantify dynamical scattering, structures could be successfully determined from all MLE they yielded integrated diffraction data for the majority of scattered electrons are observed by the sample. Micro-ED of small organic molecules Electron crystallography is also a useful technique in structure determination of inorganics and organic small molecules. In the 1970s, Fujiyoshi and colleagues developed minimal dose, low dose procedures enabling them to resolve individual atoms from images of beam sensitive metal, organic copper, thalocyanine, and silver TCNQ crystals, demonstrating that electron microscopy can be used effectively to image atoms from materials. Using material science procedures at higher dose rates, Hof, Muller and others determined the accurate 2D atomic positions of a metal oxide from projection images of an aligned 40 Armstrong thin 3D crystal of 5 unit cell layers. Soon after, 3D atomic positions could be reconstructed from images and electron diffraction data could be used to accurately refine the atomic positions using the kinematic or dynamic approximations. These studies typically use carefully aligned crystals at a major zone axis, taking only a few projection images and diffraction patterns. Data collection and reconstruction in 3D from various zone axes at discrete tilt angles 
or successfully demonstrated for a quasi-crystal approximant using imaging and diffraction. This process was quite time-consuming, and data collection and processing were later automated, combining coarse, discrete-tilt steps with beam procession or beam tilt. However, these protocols employ high exposures and diffraction using conditions are generally not suitable for studying protein crystals. Although microEED was originally developed as a cryo-EM method using flash-frozen and cryo-cold radiation-sensitive protein crystals, depending on the characteristics of the sample, the experiments can be conducted at ambient temperature as well. In microEED, diffraction data rapidly collected under low-dose conditions of randomly oriented crystals that are continuously rotated. This facilitates fast data collection and structural determination at atomic resolution of beam-sensitive small organic molecules with a turnover that is competitive with X-ray diffraction. Sample preparation is relatively straightforward. Tripoders can be crushed or ground and directly applied to a standard EM grid. During data acquisition, the grid is screened and individual crystals are selected for macro-ED data collection. To distinguish different compounds from a mixture of crystals, this opens up many possibilities in the study of, for example, natural products, polymers, polymorphism, and the characterization of pharmaceutical compounds using micro-ED. Micro-ED in fragment screening and drug discovery. Structural biology plays an important role in drug discovery. Structure-based drug design uses high-quality structure models of proteins that provide detailed insight into their function, guiding the design of novel drugs. High-throughput fragment-based screening uses large libraries of compounds that are screened for potential binding interactions with a target protein. MicroED has several aspects that can make it attractive as a method for drug discovery studies. For example, in MicroED, much smaller protein crystals can be used for structural determination. Furthermore, the smaller crystal volume has the advantage that any perturbations to the sample can be introduced much faster, such as rapid vitrification and efficient ligand soaking with the incorporation of small compounds at higher occupancy. Additionally, FIB milling of soaked microcrystals into thin lamellae may have the advantage that no background noise is included from any excess and bound ligand in solution. High throughput ligand incorporation and screening is well established in X-ray crystallography and although the same level of throughput and automation is not yet standard in microED, it enables accessible in-house screening of possible ligand binding interactions on a conventional TEM. 
Several examples demonstrate drug discovery efforts using microED. Drug binding interactions were investigated by microED aiming to resolve the inhibitor pavirimat. Bound to this C terminal domain of the HIV GAC protein fragment. Here, the airport structure without the drug was determined at 3.0 Armstrong using microED, showing a 6 helical bundle arrangement of the CTPSP1 examer with an empty pore. This structure model and the presence of BAVM was determined at 2.9 Armstrong resolution, and the difference density was observed in the pore where the inhibitor is expected to bind. However, a unique binding pose could not be assigned based on the microED data alone. This was further complicated by the allocation of the binding position alone on the crystallographic symmetry operators at the center of the home multiple. Another report discusses the novel structure of an R2-like ligand binding oxidase at 3.0 Armstrong resolution. The ligand, a long saturated fatty acid chain, was not observed from the difference map. However, this study was not specifically aimed at resolving the bound ligand, and low occupancy and flexibility of the ligand may have contributed to the absence of any ligand density. Interestingly, a remodeling of both shape and potential distribution of the binding pocket was observed from the structure model indicating a possible different substrate binding specificity compared with previously characterized homologues by X-ray diffraction. Recently, microED was successfully used to resolve ligand binding interactions at 2.5 Armstrong resolution of the clinical drug acetazolamide to the active site of human carbonic anhydrase isoform 2. The airport structure confirmed the unbound state of the protein, whereas this difference map in the drug-bound complex was used to fit and refine the position of the inhibitor, accurately revealing the underlying interactions involved in ligand binding. Structure Determination of Membrane Proteins by MicroED MicroED was originally developed for studying membrane protein structures. This is because membrane proteins are natively embedded in the lipid bilayer and are therefore hard to express. They purify in small quantities and, if lucky, form crystals that are frequently too small for investigation by X-ray crystallography. However, these thin crystals, typically around 200 nanometer, are ideal for microED. Several membrane proteins have been determined to date with microED, for example, the calcium-dependent ATPA solved from thin 3D crystals provided information on the charged state of atoms, which holds important implications for membrane biophysics. The microED structure of the non-selective sodium-potassium ion channel was solved by microED from crystals containing only circa 1000 diffracting units. The sample was crystallized in detergent using a sparse matrix screen and crystals appeared as granule aggregates. 
the crystal slurry was prepared using standard vitrification protocols using to those of suitable protein crystals. Crystals were easy to be pet and the excess solution was removed by blotting. Micro-ED data were collected using continuous rotation and data from 11 crystals were merged to obtain a complete dataset and a fully refined structure at 2.5 M strong resolution. A new transient state was captured in which a partially hydrated sodium ion was observed at the entrance of the channel selectivity filter. A mechanism was proposed by which the side chain of ASN68 could rotate to open and close the channel pore like an iris, pulling the sodium ion deeper into the channel. The proposed mechanism may be universal among other sodium conducting channels and symmetric assemblies. This work suggests that microED can provide information about unusual conformations and sparsely populated states of proteins, which may be harder to capture using large crystals. Recently, microED was used to determine the structure of the novel K12E mutant mammalian mitochondrial voltage dependent anion channel. The wild type ion channel was previously studied by X ray crystallography. However, crystallization efforts of K12E mutants yielded only small crystals that could be targeted by traditional X ray crystallography techniques, and crystal size optimization trials were successful. Therefore, microED was the most suitable technique for this type of sample. MVDAC was crystallized in lipid B cells and thin plate shaped. Microcrystals were located in the lipid layer using SEM and milled into thin lamellae using FIB SEM to approximately 200 nanometer thickness. Merged data collected from three lamellae yielded 80% completeness at 3.1 Armstrong resolution. This structure was served by molecular replacement using the wild-type model. In addition to protein-protein interactions in the crystal packing, the lipids were found to likely mediate between the MVADAC monomers. Furthermore, microED was successfully applied for studying G-protein-coupled receptors from crystals grown in the LCP by solving the structure of the adenosine A2A receptor. The A2A receptor is a significant pharmacological target for cardiovascular and neurodegenerative disease. And a member of the G-protein-coupled receptor family, a large family of membrane proteins that play a key role in signal transduction inside the cell in response to signaling molecules and environmental changes. Crystallization of GPCRs is typically carried out in the LCP. The high viscosity of the LCP is an obstacle to sample preparation and microED data collection. To overcome this issue, the LCP was converted into the sponge phase by the addition of PEG400 in a humidity-controlled environment. Subsequently, microcrystals were located 
on a TEM grid using SEM and FIB milled into thin lamellae, circa 200 nanometer thick. Micro ED data were collected from a single lamella over a wet of approximately 70 degree. The total diffracting volume was less than 1 micrometer cubic, which is lower than any other method used for GPCR structure determination to date. The total exposure used at 300 kV was only about 2 electron Armstrong equivalent to circa 7.4 mg, which minimized radiation damage. The adenosine A2A receptor lamella yielded 18% completeness and a high quality map of structure model to 2.8 Armstrong resolution. The overall structure of A2A AR is consistent with previous reports. MicroAD allowed the ligand ZM241385 in the orthohastic pocket and four surrounding cholesterol molecules bound to the receptor on the extracellular side to be resolved. Future Perspectives Micro-ED efforts opportunities for solving structures at atomic resolution using crystals of millionth the size of those used for X-ray crystallography. For small molecules, this means their structures can be obtained directly from powders using feptogram amounts of material within minutes. For radiation-hard materials where high doses can be used, the method can likewise deliver structure rapidly with a little effort. Proteins, however, are much more difficult to study as an extremely low concentration dose must be coupled with cryogenic cooling to protect the sample from the vacuum and exposure. Faster cameras make reduced data collection times so the total exposure on the sample can be further minimized by perfecting the sample thickness matching the correct acceleration voltage and coupling to fast and highly sensitive camera recent studies demonstrated subatomic structure determination even for proteins and phase determination by ab initio methods. While the development of micro-ID procedures is still ongoing, the growth in the use of base means the nationally funded centers for micro-ED are needed. When equipment can be accessed and expertise become available freely, the method will gain more momentum and benefit more researchers in diverse fields including structural biology of macromolecules, material science, semiconductors, natural products and chemistry for drug discovery and development. Thank you for listening. Any suggestions are welcomed. And if you have any article in mind, please drop me a message on Twitter by breathing and let's chat.